Welcome to Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast that poses the question, we all have mental health, how's yours? Uh, This is a little bit of a uh, special edition of Mapping Healthy Minds. We are right here um, experiencing COVID-19 virus um, fallout. We're trying to figure out, you know, as this develops, what we need to do, how we need to keep ourselves quarantined, um, how we need to interact interact in our day-to-day lives. So uh, because of that, one of the other therapists here, Leslie Donner, and I had a conversation about how to minimize anxiety uh, throughout this time period because being so affected by all the stuff coming at us, all the news coming at us in such a regular um, basis and trying to know exactly what to do during this time can be uh, challenging, it can induce stress, and it can just weigh on us. So we give some professional guidance uh, in this episode about some things that you can do in order to um, just kind of uh, try to be more be more stable in this unprecedented, um, unpredictable time. So Leslie and I um, got started talking about this and... Um, So hopefully this will, hopefully this episode will be a benefit to you in this difficult time. So uh, here is the interview between Leslie and me. Let's see, at this point, they have just recently closed restaurants, bars, um, eateries, places where people can gather for like more than a hundred people or something like that. Theaters are kind of closed. Yes, movies. That's right. So, movie theaters closed. At the time of this recording, that is the current yes. status. And it seems to change every few hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> so by the time we finish talking, it could have changed. But right. still, even with what's going on right now, a lot of people are feeling the weight, I think, of what's going on with this. So... Um, I thought it'd be important for us to talk about how to maintain your mental health during these times. There's a lot of focus on physical health, as it should be, but um, we also want to maintain our mental health. Oh, oh, so we're going to tell people what they should be doing right now? See, I thought you were going to like help me feel better, because I've got a lot of anxiety about it. Okay, sure. Let's let's have a little counseling session here, Leslie. How does that make you feel? Well, you know what's funny is when things like this happen, it really does help you relate to your clients because I've been thinking Mm. about all my clients that do have anxiety and kind of trying to touch base with some of them and and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. I know exactly how you feel right now because I'm dealing with it too. We're all dealing with, should we be stocking up on things? What, What could happen? The unknown, which for people with anxiety is the absolute worst. I mean, you could tell me anything's going to happen, but tell me what day and time. Instead, we're being told something different. We're getting conflicting messages. It's all right. ambiguous. We don't know how long it's going to last. Right. So even for people that don't have anxiety, this is hard. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So I thought maybe we could give a little bit of information on the best we could do in a bad situation. Yeah, that, and, and maybe what, what right? not to do, too. <laughs> Correct, right, some things not to do. We will definitely cover some of that. So uh, I want to start talking about how somebody gets information because I think 
the uncertainty and just that overwhelming amount of trying to find something certain, right? That piece of us that wants to know, like you just said, like, tell me what day of the week I'm going to get this. That keeps us curious and looking for information. And we can get on the internet and like information is just flying at us faster than we want. At some some points, you know, we get notifications on our phone. People are sending us messages, whatever. Um, And so there's some of that that's good because we can find out what the latest um, standards are. Yes. In some ways, it's reassuring, depending on, you know, who you're listening to or what you're listening to. Exactly. And that's where I wanted to go with this. It's um, we need to know where we're getting it. Right. Um, So one place to look for would be credible news sources. Yeah. Um, one other place is like, uh, in Kentucky, the governor is continuing to make updates. Yes. Um, and so you can find those, uh, either live streamed or recorded, uh, press right. conferences that he's doing that. And so that would be an important part. These are lengthy and he gives a lot of information, takes True. questions. I mean, the last one today was like 45 minutes and he's been doing like two or so right. every day. Yeah. He took like frequently asked questions and answered yeah. those from the podium. That was yeah. cool. So those are good places to get it. Um, Places not to get information Mm -hmm. that I was thinking about particularly was, um, number one, hearsay. Any social media. (laughs) Social media posts, personal social media posts, um, memes that someone may have posted to try to overly simplify the situation. It's like, okay, if someone's able to in some way think they've been able to disseminate the information in a picture yes. with three words like you're probably not getting anything but fear out right. of this um and then you know here the old school hearsay of i mean I, I just have the personal policy is uh i don't believe anything that someone tells me about what the latest is unless i see it from a credible source right so like even from my friends or anything like it's nothing against them personally, but I'm just like, okay, they could have been given faulty information or misheard it or whatever. They they perceived it incorrectly. Right. Right. So finding that information in a credible source and not passing on hearsay um, is valuable for that. I think Uh, to me, sometimes if something sounds really scary that I want to evaluate that too. Like I saw something today about, Oh, my job is telling me I need to get money out of the bank. And I'm like, don't even put that out there. That's, that's what causes the panic is just ideas like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's also what's causing this scarcity (laughs) that we're dealing with right now so um social media unfortunately has driven a lot of these behaviors that we're seeing with regards to um you know the grocery stores selling out of food and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that right and it i can't help but think about i hate when the when the oldsters start talking about the ice storm (laughs) i'm so sick of talking about (laughs) the ice storm but that's that's all i can think of is this is similar to that and that was actually like a real unifying moment i think for a lot of communities in this state and a lot of other places just real briefly just cutting real briefly the ice storm was for uh in the Paducah area where we yeah. live, there was a p- ice storm where um, a lot of people lost power and yes. just kind of some for natural disaster. Weeks. Just in case yeah. we have an outside listener yeah. or somebody. That was in 2009. 2009, yeah. It's been yeah. About, but you know wow. what? 
So people came together around that ice storm. People right. helped each other. Sure. I used my neighbor's dryer, I think. Right. Just, people were checking on each other. Um, it, but what was different about that ice storm? Is you could be around people. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't just go over and help part. somebody's. Yes. You can't just say, okay, you can come over to my house. I've got heat. Like, right. We so could share. Ice, it was right. more communal. Yeah. But also... The only place that I got information for a while was uh, WPSD, I think, would have uh, like nightly news briefings that I listened to on the radio. Yeah, radio. There was no internet. Was, was left, yeah, right. So I think that that's made a big difference. And unfortunately, this event has been politicized. So mm, yeah. now we see instead of people coming together, you know, it's insults back and forth. You're mm-hmm. overreacting. You're causing panic. Well, you're ignorant. You're you're, you're underreacting. Killing yeah. old people. You're, <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we have people on both sides of you're overreacting, and then one person says you're underreacting. Yeah. And either one of those attitudes is really helpful. Right. So, yeah, getting news um, from appropriate places. Yeah. And kind of to your point, maybe limiting yourself to getting news a yes. certain number of times a day. Yes. It is I, a very fluid, yeah. changing situation, but we can still kind of say, all right, I'm just going to get it um, maybe once every couple hours yes. or a couple times a day or, or whatever. We don't have to continually be scrolling or Googling right. or um, trying to find out what the latest thing is. Right. And it can be. There's a real addictive quality to doing that. I'm really bad about it. I can't put the phone down. I want to <laughs> know what is the latest. I can't believe what is yeah. this. Because even though I don't want bad things to happen, but there is a somewhat of an adrenaline rush. It's almost like what's going to happen next? Because at least this is a change from the ordinary, you know, and, and then you also feel like, wow, this is like making history. I want to mm-hmm. know everything. I want to be able to document this and you know, but that can be really, that can be bad for you in the long run. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if that is creating more anxiety, pay attention to, to those things that are triggering, right? And, um, to see, okay, this is something that is causing me to, um, have these strong feelings, you know, pay attention to your feelings. If you recognize what it is that's causing that, um, then you may be able to, uh, say okay this is the behavior I need to limit so um, there is that part of it as well right so um, what else is something that someone may be able to do in order to maintain a proper, appropriate mental health during this time um, reach out and <laughs> you know they're telling us not to maybe reach out maybe just through the phone and see if you can help in any way um you know some some elderly people may not be able to get out and get their medicines maybe you could help deliver things like that or pick up groceries for somebody um or even probably there are a lot of people right now that would benefit from from cash i mean just like servers and people at restaurants that are going to be impacted by this um you know if they deliver food to your door uh tip them well, mm-hmm. um, support small businesses, um, as long as they're staying open, yeah. um, anything to help, help each other, say a kind word, or if you do use social media, then post things that are uplifting. Do not post pictures of empty store shelves because that's, you know, panic, that anxiety, but yes, panic. Fear, yeah. 
Uh, and that stuff is contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand why people do it. People want a sense of control. But there are other ways to get that sense of control and calm. Um, like you said, you went on a bike ride yesterday, being active, physically active. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> we're not we're not supposed to be isolated in our homes. We can go outside, you know, even if there is, you know, a lockdown or something like that. We're free to go outside. And I think people need that. You need fresh air. Yeah. Um, you don't need to stay inside all the time. Yeah, for sure. I was going to try to remember to cover exercise yeah. in this conversation because, um just to reiterate what you were saying is part of the reason why people shop so much is because yeah. that's one thing they feel like they can control. Yeah. Um, exercise is one thing that we can control as well, but it's right. much more healthy uh, being out and saying, I'm going to um, be away from the news. <laughs> you know, it's one way to be away yeah. from everything, kind of away from notifications and uh, getting that fresh air. There's all sorts of uh, biological benefits to exercise. Right. And, um, so that is definitely one way to try to reduce that anxiety if you can make that happen. Um, I think even if you have small children, you could go for some sort of walk or maybe tag team it with a spouse or something like that. Yeah, and they benefit from that too, especially you know if you've got kids home from school right now. And kids, especially young kids, are very sensitive to the parents' anxiety level. So even if you're not talking about all of this, they sense it, and they're going to have more behavior issues Mm -hmm. if you are more anxious and you are always scrolling on your phone. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Staying connected is challenging. As as we mentioned in other crises, you can kind of join up together and overcome this and feel the sense of accomplishment because you're working together to get over some barrier but that's not that's like the opposite of what's going on here so in some way um, being able to be connected with people still whether that's um, using social media for good (laughs) or uh, calls texts whatever yeah a lot of churches i think actually went online this weekend for the first time yeah so anything like that that you could do would be positive. That's a way to stay connected. And I know it might feel a little odd at first, especially for people who aren't as adept at technology, but that might be an avenue for some people to feel more connected. I saw that some musicians were posting songs online uh, and kind of making it a chat, one of the, you know, how they do challenges or whatever. So they would say, okay, so-and-so I want you to add a song. And so they would, create a or they would add a song oh that's fun do a hashtag or whatever yeah well i saw um i think maybe one of the local weather guys because uh no more march madness they were actually doing like um it was all the greatest sports movies of all times and people still filled out the brackets oh gotcha okay yeah just to get that feel that's another reason this is hard right now because sports (laughs) is one way we're able to like unify (laughs) in difficult times and there's no sports Yeah. yeah that's exactly right and then it can be like, like I think, you know, we were having a conversation. We talked about um, fatigue, like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. what was the term you used? There? I said, uh, I've got trauma fatigue. Trauma fatigue. Disaster yeah, fatigue. Yeah, that's right. Because last week there was so much stuff that was hitting us all at once. Yeah. And um, you just can't even process it all. Yeah. So taking a break, um, doing some. You know, self-care is something that it seems like comes up every time I have a conversation on yeah. this podcast. But it truly is, uh, even though it's a buzz 
word at this time. It truly is um, something to pay attention to. And that includes trying to eat well. Right. Um, It can be easy to just graze and snack when you're home so much, but trying to keep that good, healthy intake is important. And, you know, I always think of, of older people and how did they get through difficult situations, you know, because they wouldn't bat an eye at some of this stuff, you know, oh, you run out of bread? Well, you go get your flour and your yeast and you bake some more bread, <laughs> you know, it's okay. You know, I was, I was saying, I need powdered milk. I, I need to shop like my grandmother would have shopped and then I won't be so nervous. Yeah, yeah that is definitely one way to look at it is yeah. people have survived with limited groceries before yeah. we can survive again. Right. And then one of my friends I saw uh, had decided he was going to journal throughout mm. this Ooh. and kind of go back and look at it and yeah. see all his observations. Yeah, um, I like and I that. think that would be one interesting way to go through it as well. Yeah. And, um, just record what your experience is like. Yeah, that um, would be cool. And then also in that process, maybe writing down some things that you're thankful for or even try to find mm-hmm. some things that uh, are valuable that came out of this experience, yeah. something like that. So um, those are all ways to to try to be intentional with your mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this would be actually a great opportunity if you want to, you've been wanting to change something mm-hmm. in your life or you want to like start a new exercise program or drink more yeah. water, like just tell yourself, well, as long as I'm, if, if we're all under self quarantine, then I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. this new behavior the whole time. I like, might I'm as well use this come to out re- of this really fit. You yeah, know? yeah. Everybody wants to talk about like having more time to read. Right? right. So here, here you go. It's right in front of you. Right. More time to read. Uh, more time to exercise. So it is really uh, provides that space for us to do some good habits instead of getting stuck in those bad ones. So uh, trying to stimulate your mind uh, would be good in this. Trying to know what you can and can't control. Yes. We can't control the virus, but you can control what kind of information you take in, how much information you take in. Um, You can control how you pass on information, too. Um, No sense in um, passing on fear-inducing articles. No sense in engaging in some sort of argument about who's to blame for this. Yeah, Yeah. all of a sudden, everybody on Facebook is an epidemiologist. (laughs) Right. Right. Who's to blame or who should have acted sooner or who didn't act soon enough. You know, all these sort of battles that we can get into to feel like we're in control uh, of something. Or the conspiracy theories, too. I've seen some of those. Right. Right. There's no sense in engaging in that and being negative about the experience, but just just seeing what... um, is appropriate to control yeah get get that out of this so that's most of what i had in mind as far as how somebody can be um approaching this in a healthy way or trying to keep their mental health maintained Uh, there is one other thing not so shameless plug but that is um if you are in therapy or this could even be a time to initiate therapy um, via telehealth right um, with our handy technology we can use it for good and part of that is uh, we both of us and people at our office are able to do uh, counseling online so if you're stuck at home but still uh, wanting to do therapy or are kind of in a spot where 
you feel like everything's kind of piling up on you and you want to initiate, uh, now is a time to do that. And all that information is on our website. Uh, so you can look that up at, uh, what is our website, Leslie? Oh, um, compassky.com. Something like that. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick and then I'm going to edit this to make it sound like I knew what our website was. So our website is compasscounselingky.com. And we've got some information there about telehealth and on our Facebook page. We also have some information about telehealth and how it might be helpful and what to do to start that process if one would be interested. What else you got over there? Oh, I was just... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you talk about uh, getting your information from memes or something like that. I, um, I'm a big fan of getting all my humor from <laughs> memes, and I was just thinking about I've had written down a quarantini, which is a like a regular martini, but you drink it home alone by yourself. (laughs) Quarantini. I thought maybe you were going to say that it's a very small quarantine. Yeah. Teeny. Oh yeah. I guess guess it could be. Teeny tiny. Just like Like one person is is quarantined. Like a sardine would be quarantined. Yeah. Something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that courtesy laugh. Uh. I appreciate that. It's another good way in these times, in these uncertain times. Yeah. Be certain that you have people in your life that will give you courtesy laughs. Right, right. Oh, I could give you it's another valuable. one. I mean, I Thank could you. give you a, I could give you another, a quick little joke. It's yes, slightly please. inappropriate. I won't say the, the bad words. Okay. But I, um, I finally figured out why toilet paper. Why yeah. they're buying toilet paper? Because they want to, TP houses. No. No. Well, the ish is about to hit the fan. It is. <laughs> yes, the <clears throat> is about to hit the fan for sure. <laughs> Keep this a family show. Yeah, yeah. Well, laughter is important. That's a very good point, actually. Uh, it is important to be able to laugh. Uh, we're not ever wanting to make light of anyone's situation. Yeah. There is some serious involved in this, but right. humor infused in any situation can add some levity at times. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a good example of that, I think. So being able to still engage with humor in your life um, is another way to to really kind of right. make it through this. I like to imagine like like if this were the office, how would they handle it? Oh geez, you know, how would they handle it? Michael would be going crazy, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would be. Dwight would have all the. He would have yeah. He's he would got have the everything with all the supplies. To, yeah, he'd, he'd know what to do. This has been a special edition of Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast that poses the question, we all have mental health, how's yours? So in this time when everyone is very cognizant of their physical health, as, as they well should be, we wanted to put something out there to uh, remind you that in these uncertain times, our mental health suffers and needs some attention as well. So um, thank you for listening, and thank you, Leslie. Donner, a licensed professional uh, counselor, for joining me on yet another podcast. So we have, uh, just so you know, we have another uh, batch of podcasts coming out soon. We have uh, season three 
which will be about 10 podcasts that uh, cover different topics similar to how we um, have done in the past. So be on the lookout for that. Those should be hitting hitting the internet soon. So we'll have weekly releases of those so you can kind of get into the uh, habit of, of getting some Mapping Healthy Minds information uh, into your brains. So we hope that that can be helpful for you. So um, special thanks to Compass Counseling for making this happen. Uh, this rec- was recorded uh, in my office, 2204 Kentucky Avenue. Uh, all information about our services can be found on our website, um, www.compassky.com. Um, so if you have any needs for therapy, if you want to initiate some sort of telehealth situation, then feel free to contact us. Um, All that information, again, is going to be on our website. Uh, We're on Facebook, Instagram, those sort of things. So if you feel like you want to get some mental health uh, refreshers, feel free to follow us there. So my name is Justin Lewis. I'm a licensed marriage family therapist and host of this podcast. And stay healthy out there.